0: Alright legends, welcome along to Scheme Me Up Body. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. And Tuesday nights is Star Trek Picard night at the moment on the show. And we're in the season 2, episode 6. It's titled 2 of 1. And this is an incredibly interesting little episode. uh, Over the halfway mark at this point. Uh, It takes a bit of a non- Linear sort of approach we we get. We start off at the end. We see Picard, well, close to the end of the episode, something that happens, Picard. Uh, he's unconscious, he's on the ground, bleeding from the mouth. You can hear everybody's panicked voices around him. And he's having these flashbacks to childhood. Um, we've seen that, bits and pieces of that throughout the series so far. But we're seeing some more kind of you know almost nightmare like appearances of his mother and what appears to be his father at this point uh yeah but before we figure out anything that's happened in there the episode jumps back to 34 minutes prior to what we're seeing on screen at this point and rios uh talon uh, Picard. They're waiting outside the event. The uh the the mission event that's happening before Picard's ancestor goes into lockdown for the mission. Uh, the Europa mission. They have to keep her safe for ten hours at least. The plan is to get her into the, you know. The whole lockdown thing... Prior to the launch... If they can manage to get her there... Then she'll be on the ship... Uh Of course... Gerati, She's trapped in the security room... And she's dealing with... Her recent assimilation... By the Borg Queen... So we have the sequences... Throughout the episode... Of horror... And the Borg Queen physically standing beside her... But the Borg Queen is essentially in control well like fifty, fifty control they're fighting over control of charati's body essentially in this episode uh time's running out uh to get the agnes allowed herself to get caught by security and get into this, the control room so she can upload the profiles that they've made for the the rest of the crew. The security systems in this place works in facial recognition and you know whole backgrounds, you know driver's licenses, IDs, you name it, everything that you would need to be a citizen of this time. You're pretty much scanned in and of course Picard and the crew are from the future, there's no IDs for them and whatnot so it all rests in Gerrati. At this point of the episode, they get the IDs uploaded to the system, so that they can safely get in. But she's handcuffed to a chair, and she uses this like a hypo spray to knock out the two guards that are at the security monitor. Uh, and the the board queen, is sitting beside her, uh, and like a like a visual representation, just for the Gerati and Horde butt heads throughout the episode obviously as far as anybody else is concerned the borg queen isn't visible there this is all in her head but you do see the borg queen physically sitting beside her and she's like you know if you let me help this would be a lot easier and um, gerati's still fighting but she can't get out of the handcuffs she can't drag the seats across and she allows the queen a little bit more power to help her and she's like pull hard and Dratty manages to break the the handcuffs. Uh so she gets up and gets the information under the system, just in time to get the rest of the crew on. And uh, yeah, the board queen is like, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, having a little bit of our, us having a little bit of fun tonight, and she holds her hand out. Gerardi and Gerardi takes her hand Uh, so she's traded her oversight or she has pretty much given to the Queen at this point as she takes her hand that's like you know just the start of what the Queen wants right here Um, 25 minutes then before Picard's incident sees the crew watching Rennie, Picard from a different points within the event, with Picard and Talon discussing Rennie's nervous tics. Uh It's a fun callback to their previous conversation about Picard's own tales. Um, throughout this there's some back and forth about how the watchers don't interfere. and Who might be right about keeping Rennie from going on the mission? but uh, Picard's like, you know, you don't know what this guy's like. Uh, on Talon's side of the the spectrum here, she spent the last, what, 24 years looking after Rene, and she almost has a motherly instinct towards her, and it's like an overprotective thing at this point for whenever she's kind of considering, you know, Q has been posing as a psychiatrist and you know he's been pretty much trying to lead her to stopping the mission and that's what changes the future so uh, Talon has this little device they realise that Rennie's texting someone she's got an intercept, Talon has an intercept programme, she's able to see the messages and it's like, you know, Q's trying to talk her out of this And, you know, again, she's almost like, you know, maybe it's the best that she doesn't go on it. But Picard's like realizing what's going on here. Like you've done a fantastic job looking after René, but it's time to let her go now. And Talon reluctantly agrees to this. Uh, Rios, he joins Rafi at the barberry. He's marvel and he's really taken to the twenty first century. He's got a real cigar, he's got a box of matches, like there's nothing like this. Um, and realizes and you know, she checks on this. you know you've got a glow about you since you fell in with this doctor um that he met in LA and he just he doesn't deny it at all, launching straight into how impressed. He is, how she built her clinic from the ground up. Um, Yeah, he's... It's obvious what's going to happen to him before the end of the series. Um, So he's... Although he was the one at the very beginning of the series, whenever they wound up in present day L.A., he was the first one to fall victim everything you know just didn't go his way and whatnot but you know he's obviously got strong feelings for this doctor um yeah rios he's gonna make he's gonna have a hard decision when it comes to leave the 21st century but yeah uh i'm enjoying what they're doing with him in this series i have to say uh back in the party Agnes and the Borg Queen, they're having a chit chat between themselves about their predicament that they're in. It's clear that the Queen is embracing the girls just want to have fun, more or less. It's, it's an interesting side to a Borg Queen we're seeing in this episode. Um, you know, she's got a more control over a new human body. And when Rios comes over to check on to see what's up with her because Picard, he's trying to get a hold of her in the communicator, but she has it turned off and uh, Picard's needing her help with Renée. Renée has kind of done her owner at this point and she's obviously not happy, not content, she doesn't know what to do and she's very close to giving on and giving up on the mission, especially with what Q is doing over private messenger in this episode. So uh, yeah, Rios comes to check on her and the Borg Queen decides to take it, to take the initiative and uses Agnes's body to grab hold of Rios, pull him in for a kiss. Uh, He's just as surprised as Agnes is considering they've been on pretty rocky ground since they had a little bit of a brief relationship, let's just say, in the first season. So uh yeah, so it's it's weird territory for the both of them at this point. But uh she clears off then, disappears out <laughs> and uh yeah. Picard, he's gonna round the party and he runs into what he thinks at the very beginning is data. But it's uh Doctor Sung has turned up at the party. Of course in the last episode we seen the the bit that Q give him with the cure for his daughter. Um, you know, if you like what you see, maybe you can help me out at a later date. So this is uh he's been sent on on Q's behalf in this episode to stop Picard stopping <laughs> Rennie from stopping the mission. <laughs> so he's on there on behalf of you. Oh, that's a weird, weird statement. He's there to stop Picard from stopping her from stopping doing this. Oh gosh, I am so tired. It is weird. I get wacky whenever I get to this level of tiredness. But anyway, they're face to face, nose to nose, and you know, it's. it's we all know the whole history between Picard and Data, particularly everything that happened in season one of Picard, so it's, for these two to come face-to-face face here, it's a bit of a gut punch for Picard, for briefly. Um, yeah, he's been brought, uh, Dr. Sung, he's bought his way onto the Europa mission. The exchange words about Q, they you know, uh... Their mutual friend, that's to say. Uh, Picard realizes that while Q may not be present at the event, he has ensured that there's someone there working for him. and After the near death of his daughter, of course, Sung is, he's determined to help Q stop Rennie from going into space. And uh, he manages, like, he's thrown his money about the Europa mission here, and a lot of the Higher-ups are kind of kissing his ass at this point. If there's anything we can do for you, just let us know. And he's like, well, there's this guy here. You don't hear what he tells them, but he pretty much alerts the people running the event and the security to throw Picard out. Um So while security guards are following Picard, he calls on the rest of the crew to create a diversion to help him get away and figure out where Rennie is at. Uh with fourteen minutes left on the clock before Picard, whatever happened to him. You know, again we seen him at the the beginning of the episode. Uh unconscious, on the ground, blood running out of his mouth. So we get a on screen, we've got fourteen minutes left. Uh the board queen offers to help Agnes create a distraction and Agnes gives her control over the body, full control at this point, and the Borg Queen manages to cut the power to the lights and strides back into the party of a plan to sing a song, essentially. And with the spotlight turned on, they sing a song that pulls all the focus to them. And she is actually a fantastic little singer. And I kind of feel the song... Could have been a bit longer Maybe it should have been a bit longer For this But uh It is what it is. Uh is I'm not the The person that's going to be Jumping up and down For a musical number But In this episode And What they were doing And this song When brought on as a distraction I feel it could have been a bit longer So uh Yeah Um Anyway Uh Where are we at Uh this has given Picard an opportunity to slip away and he does find Rene. Uh and uh of course the Borg Queen wasn't actually trying to help anyone, really, other than herself. Uh all the endorphins flowing through Agnes's system, this is what she's using like the inner chemistry of Agnes's body as a way to get control over her. So like she's usually very stressed, like stress hormones and stuff like that there is not what the, the Queen's after, but endorphins is what she's after. And You know, the the happiness that Jurati gets from that musical number uh gives the poor Queen exactly what she needs and she takes over full control of the body. And, you know, uh she's just like, I think I'll take the, the driving seat for a while now and then we get a close up of Jurati's face and she smiles and for a second you see that darkness in the eyes that would be the Borg Queen's eyes, so the Borg Queen has her at this point Um, Picard he tracks down Rennie she's out in a hallway in her own and she's freaking out over the Europa mission. But despite her wanting to be alone, Rennie listens as Picard offers her some warm wisdom that has been imparted to him by his mother and uh, the flashbacks that have been sprinkled throughout everything we've seen so far. Uh, yeah, he, he compares Rennie to his mother. And uh, yeah gets through to her, essentially, turns her around, and, you know, he just, he leans in there and just gives her that real fatherly kind of advice, and, you know, people that shine the brightest feel, like, melancholy, and uh, they've got stronger feelings more than anybody else, and whatnot, it can be hard to deal with, but, you know, you just need to get in there, do it, and she turned around by Picard. That's a really, really nice little moment between the two of them. Obviously she doesn't know who Picard is but uh, there's a moment there where she says to Picard your mother was lucky to have you. And he Patrick Stewart's acting in this sequence is top rate and he almost breaks Really, uh, the emotion is intense on his face at this point, uh, but he's like he gathers himself, and he he says like, oh, he he's posing as a security guard at this point too, and he's like, I was actually sent to get you. Uh, they're looking all the astronauts for a photograph. Will you be joining them? And Rennie says, I will join them so she at this point is she's up for it she's going to go on this mission after all so they've succeeded at this point uh almost succeeded there is more time and there's going to be more attacks towards her before the, the mission actually gets off the ground but uh for now they've managed to do what they set out to do for this Part of the mission, and mm-hmm. as the pair walk back to the event, they they go outside to, uh, be quicker to, go through like the parking lot, like out the back door or whatever, and round back on the other side, so they're outside, and uh, Doctor Sung, Sung, attempts, to uh, kill Rene you know he's determined to save his daughter, as far as he's concerned to. ...has this cure... ...he's not going to give it to him... ...unless she's taken out of the equation... ...he wasn't able to stop her... ...from going to the mission... ...so he's... ...went to the next level... ...he's going to try and... ...kill her by... ...hitting her with a car... ...but... ...Picard sees him coming... ...and he pushes Rennie out of the way... ...and he then... ...gets knocked down by the car... ...and that's... ...what we've seen... ...at the beginning of the episode... ...him on the ground... Uh, the blood coming out the mouth So the crew Manages to get him uh, Back to the The doctor That uh, Teresa That helped uh, Rios At the beginning of the series His little love interest They take Picard there And yeah No one will ask questions Or require identification So it's all good Uh so much for Rafi's request that he stay away from the good doctor. Um, however, Teresa, the doctor, she's not thrilled about seeing Rios again, especially since it's clear he's been hiding something from her. Uh, she's big on honesty. Uh, that's been apparent throughout every interaction they've had so far. And of course, Rios has been from the future. He has to keep everything as tight up as he can, so there's a little bit of uh stressed atmosphere between the two of them. She does her best to try and patch Picard up, but her uh, defibrillator blows a fuse when she attempts to use it on him. Of course, this is probably due to his uh, new body, <laughs> which is something that I'm still trying to get my head around at the end of Season 1, Ray wound up dying and getting put into that weird clone sort of body thing whatever it was um so yeah uh the, the way they put it in this episode maybe it has something to do with all his transplants and you know after all he's fully synthetic now from the head to the toe but again as what it is star trek it's all good um trees she then tries to get rios to tell her the truth but you know again he can't Rios assures her that they're the good guys. But she claps back straight away that the good guys don't have to say that. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, where are we at now? I keep losing my place and my nuts. Um, back at the, the Sung residence, Dr. Sung's behaviour, he comes home, he's kind of... He almost seemed drunk and uh his weird behavior kind of prompts his daughter corey uh to start researching her childhood she's going through his files and whatnot um, the medical history on there and she, she learns that uh he's been called a mad scientist in the press for his unethical genetic practices and uh Losing his license and everything as we've seen in the prior, prior episode. Uh, she starts going through these video blogs that he has on the computer. Where he was keeping track of everything that he was doing. And there's all these photographs and videos of horrors as a small child. And she's wondering why she can't remember any of this stuff. Um, So as she goes through it, she soon learns that these clips are from past experimental offspring. Who had names like Artemis and Persephone. Uh, they were dying in months, weeks, maybe three years at the very most. I think was one of them, and uh, he's like, and one of the last video we see of him on the screen is like, this is the last one. I'm gonna do everything I can to keep her alive. Then he says her name, Corey and she's like, "What the hell have you done, Father?" Um back at the clinic. Uh the doctor she heads off home for the night and Talon runs some more scans on Picard now out there and they're in their own Teresa is gone. She can Talon can whip out the, the futuristic technology and whatnot. Uh they discover why Picard is in a coma but he's trapped inside his own mind. Like his mind's fire and all the synapses are Full Full of And you know, he's trapped inside there Whatever's going on uh, As far as trees is concerned She just doesn't understand why he's not waking up Helen uh, She offers to travel Inside his subconscious using this Technology uh, Yeah uh, It's like Neural pathways That she uses as her role as a watcher. Rafa she's not up for this at all, uh, considering how uh, it could feasibly cause more issues for Picard, but uh, Rios and Seven, they reckon the only way for them to save uh, Picard and the mission mm. is to let Talon do this, is the only hope they have. So what she's planning on doing is walking into his mind, fighting where mm. he's at, what, memory stuck on and trying to help him through it and in the final moments of the episode Raffi remarks that things can't get any worse Uh which you should never say that you know it's like the horror movies I'd be right back <laughs> so yeah the things can't get much worse and we we close out in a shot of Gerati walking down the middle of the street in modern day L.A. and of course we now know that the Borg Queen is in full control of her body so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, I do know, I've watched the season I've finished it at this point uh, but again, I watched it when it first came out I haven't seen it since then but it's I know where it's going, and know where, how it ends but it's how we get there They all pieces ins and outs just sort of are escaping me right now but uh yeah i think there's only what another four episodes maybe after this one is what it is loving this series but again the only uh kind of downside that i have to star trek picard season two is the the lack of cue you know he's he's pulling a lot of strings but I was really hoping for a lot more on-screen stuff with them But, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, Forgive me if it was very disjointed. I was intending to be a week ahead of podcasts at this point. But, uh, just, I never learn. spinning so many plates at the one time. So, uh, I'm recording this podcast right now, and it's usually due to be online for 9pm GMT on a, on a Tuesday, Thursday and a Saturday in the week, and I've got 25 minutes here, you know, it's 8.35 now, so I've got, at this point, when I'm still recording it, I've got 25 minutes to get it uploaded and onto the internet, so I will, one of these days... Work out a better way of doing this stuff, and getting it recorded at a better time. That way, I can get better planning, a bit more detail into it. But it is what it is. I'm just a science fiction fan, that loves watching TV shows and talking about them on the internet. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. If you did, please rate and review the show. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, scheme body at Gmail. Dot com. Email's the best way for these shows. And uh, if you want, check out the website, coinsagemedia.com, for everything else that's happening in the online space. So, until the next episode, guys, stay safe, and I'll talk to you all then. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.